Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sundays, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. It is Thursday here on the program. And as a result, that means we got AEW and NXT to talk about from last night. Two big shows, two interesting shows as a result of what appears to be coronavirus cases in WWE, NXT, AEW. We obviously know about CMLL. We know at least two names associated with AEW. And NXT, we'll talk about that after the break, but it was a weird show last night. And normally I would be up in arms about certain booking decisions, but they're getting the benefit of the doubt for last night because I think a lot of what happened last night was a result of people being unavailable for the show. Not the least of which was this bizarre segment with Fandango and Regal and members of four different teams where they set up um, incredible partners tag team match where the winners will face each other. It was so wacky that... The announcers took like three minutes at the beginning of the match to try to figure out what in the hell was going on. That was the NXT show last night. So we got matches coming for TakeOver. We got number one contenders for both the men's and women's titles. We got stuff coming up in AEW. We'll talk about all of that here today on the program. We also, later this afternoon, we'll have the ratings for the two shows. But today we do have the numbers for the AEW one-hour late-night Dynamite special. The story was that it was going to be airing after the NBA game. But in fact, the game, if I recall correctly, went pretty long. And then on top of that, the post-game show aired and then Dynamite aired. So it was almost 1 o'clock in the morning when the show aired. It was like 12.38 to 1.38. And the show still did a very good number. We'll talk about all of this and so much more today. We'll take your phone calls, emails, text messages gonna be a fun day here on the program everybody the orange cassidy half thumbs up back in a moment of super live
football, basketball, and baseball are all back, and that means it's time to get your bets down. There's only one five-star sports book, and that's BetUS.com. Why, you ask? BetUS is the pioneer in online betting. With more than 25 years in the biz, you need a sports book with integrity and longevity. You need a sports book that offers everything, including live betting, MMA, golf, horses, esports, entertainment, and all kinds of crazy prop bets and futures. Call today, 1-800-MY-BETTIS. That's 1-800-MY-BETTIS, and they'll walk you through getting started. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Using an overpriced trash bag? Pricey, pricey, pricey! A bag that breaks? Whippy, whippy, whippy! Or a smelly bag? Stinky, stinky, stinky! You gotta snag Hefty's Ultra Strong Trash Bag. Always at an ultra-low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty! It has Arm & Hammer odor control, so your nose and your wallet will be... Happy, happy, happy! Hefty Ultra Strong Trash Bags. Hefty Strong all day long. Hefty, hefty, hefty! You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, back here in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. So we're going to talk about the COVID situation in all of these companies. Let's get the news out of the way first. So here's what we know for sure. In CMLL, we have got a number of COVID positives, including Ultimo, Guerrero, and Bandito. This just came out yesterday, although, as Dave noted on Observer Radio last night, we had both heard these names for several days prior to the official announcement. We actually thought that they would announce it when they had their press conference. I think it was on Tuesday, but in fact, they only announced one positive test during that, and then they announced the rest of these here today. 
So Ultimo Guerrero and Bandito are off the 87th anniversary show. That is at least three names that were going to be on that show that are now off. I mean, I don't know how many you have to have to cancel a show, but we know it's more than three. In uh, So that's CMLL. As far as AEW and NXT, this is what we can tell you. There are people in AEW and NXT that have tested positive. As was the case when WWE had their huge outbreak a while ago. We do not know how many people. They have made nothing public. There is one big difference between the two companies. And that difference is if you test positive in WWE, they do not want you posting about it on any form of social media. They do not want you to announce it. In AEW, it appears they don't care. So Lance Archer has gone public. He tested positive for COVID-19. Ben Carter tested positive, and he went public with it as well. In NXT, nobody has gone public with it, I believe because, as noted, they don't want you to. But here's the thing about both of these companies, and CML, well, I guess not CMLL, I don't know how things are in, in Mexico, but in America, because of the HIPAA laws, they cannot announce that you have tested positive for coronavirus without your permission. And not only can they not announce it publicly, let's say that let's say that Mike tests positive for coronavirus, okay? Legally, without consulting him, I cannot come on here on the air and say that Mike tested positive for coronavirus. It's a HIPAA violation. If if I get the information, etc. Now, that also means, and this is this is one of the reasons why like a lot of people don't know anything. And why a few days ago I asked people in NXT, like, there are rumors that there have been positive tests. Do you know anything? And I was told, I've not heard anything about that. So the way it works in WWE, and I presume the way it works in AEW, but I don't know because I actually haven't asked. But in NXT, I can tell you this for a fact. Even internally, they cannot spread the word that somebody has coronavirus, okay? So I'm just going to throw out a name. In fact, I'll throw out a name that I know does not have coronavirus because they were on the show last night. Kyle O'Reilly, okay? Kyle O'Reilly clearly does not have coronavirus because he's now the number one contender and he won a match last night. If Kyle O'Reilly tests positive, and I'm, for example, Triple H, and I get all of the medical information, okay? Shawn Michaels, Road Dog, whoever else is on creative. I cannot tell Shawn Michaels, dude, Kyle is positive, and we need to come up with something new for TakeOver, okay? All I can say is, Kyle is not available for TakeOver. So, the people that are in charge of creative and etc., I mean, what they have is a list of who is available and who is not available. If you're not available, you may have tested positive for coronavirus. You may have asked for the day off to go to your son's basketball game it could be anything but internally they are not legally allowed i don't know exactly what happens all the time but legally they are not allowed to spread the word internally that somebody has coronavirus so i mean it's all private i mean if you really want to go through and watch the show and say okay well this guy wasn't there this guy wasn't there that guy wasn't there 
I mean, you can go and do that, and you may be right in most cases. In some cases, you may not be right. But the only thing that we know for sure is that two people tested positive at AW because they've gone public. And for various reasons, we have been led to believe that there have been other positives in AW and there have been positives in NXT. But anything more than that, I mean, nothing's official. So that's the story. Real bad news for CMLL, too, you know, and, and, and bad news, I guess, for Ben Carter. You know, talk about a guy we just saw on Tuesday night. Uh, it looks like it's up on the front page of the Wrestling Observer. Josh Nason has posted it up a day after Lance Archer has said he'll be out a few weeks due to a positive COVID-19 test. Ben Carter tweeted Thursday that he has tested positive as well. So he said, uh but, hey, I feel fine. I guess I don't really taste my food as much as I normally do, but I feel fine for now anyways. So well, there you go. So 23-year-old Ben Carter, who uh, has been tearing it up on uh, Game Changer Wrestling and then has been showing himself off on AEW the last couple of weeks and is the type of talent uh, that is not going to stay unsigned by a major company for very, very long. Somebody is going to get their hooks into him. AEW's already obviously got a start to that, but looks like he is one of the names that uh, uh, was rumored, or at least uh, is one of the names that is uh, looks like tested positive for AEW. So too bad there. And this person wants to know, why did AEW dance around Archer being positive for COVID last night? It was really awkward the way they worded it by saying that he had come in contact with someone rather than outright saying he tested positive by his own admission. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. I mean, it, I think maybe people are maybe overthinking this a little bit too much where it may just have been. I like, don't think it was a scandal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it might have been that they didn't feel comfortable announcing it themselves. So they just said that he was in contact and he had already tweeted that he had it. I mean, I know some people think this, they're trying to do this giant cover up, but, you know, there ain't much of a cover up when the guy goes public with it. And all you say on television was he came in contact with someone, which, in fact, he did come in contact with someone. That's how he said that he got it. So it wasn't even like they were lying, but it was kind of strange that he publicly announced it. But then on the show, they didn't say that he had it. They said that he had merely come into contact with someone. So I don't know. It was weird. All right. So there are a bunch of questions about last night's show. So just, I mean, very quickly, I guess we'll talk about all of the the main points for both of the shows. So Miro debuted, and it was a disaster, but he did win. So he did significantly better than Retribution, both like in the ring and the finish, because Retribution, they had a bad debut and they lost. I think he disaster is a little strong. Oh, dude, it was pretty much a disaster. I thought he, wow. I thought he tore out his knee or tore out his ankle. I mean, Joey Janela almost got killed. Kip Sabian almost got killed. Miro was injured. I mean, dude, it was a disaster. And I heard the term it was a disaster from people in AEW. So, I mean, it is what it is. Sunny kiss looked good, I guess. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Brody Lee beat Orange Cassidy. So, Orange Cassidy's not going to do the whatever challenge. That made me sad, but what can you do? We have uh, the announcement the next week is Chris Jericho versus Isaiah Cassidy. We have... Tully Blanchard, I mean, dude's a great talker, but boy, we need somebody 
that could that could get out there and translate for him. It appears I could have done that. It seemed like that was uh, if you were old enough to remember Tully Blanchard and his twenty minute time limit TV matches, you knew instantly for everybody well, I, else. I they were know that. I mean, I it. watched them a couple of years ago when we were reviewing it. But all he did was he came out and said, "Normally there's a sixty minute time limit. Now it will be twenty. Yeah, I was like, for what? For That's is this going to be every week on TV? Some weeks on TV? I'm not even clear how often they're going to do this. But they're doing a twenty minute brush with greatness challenge if you beat them you beat them if you don't beat them it counts as a win for them i don't know why but they did we had evil east and thunder rosa they did not shoot on tv and then uh john moxley beat eddie kingston in a title match in the main event because of what happened uh with all of the well i shouldn't say all of at least i mean really I think there's only one other person scheduled for the show that wasn't there. But that was all because of the uh, Lance Archer deal. Anyway, we'll talk about uh, NXT after the break. Observer Live. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized... I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about Elite Rehab Placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 800- Four two six twenty three oh one. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I- I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. 
Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, we'll go back to feedback here in a moment. But very quickly, the NXT show last night, the main stories, Women's Battle Royal, not very good. I mean, I don't want to struggle to get to 20 women. The the reality is, everybody, I mean, I've heard some numbers for NXT, and and I don't want to talk about anything except to say that when I watched this Battle Royal, it was like, wow. There are a lot of people, like, from the Performance Center that look like they've never been in a ring in their life that are being used to fill out this Battle Royal. They got him out of there pretty quickly. And Candice LeRae ended up winning. She gets a shot at Io Shirai coming up at the TakeOver show. We had Ciampa killing Jake Atlas. We had this bizarre segment, which led to a bizarre match, which led to bizarre by-play by the announcers. Basically, representatives of Undisputed, Lorcan and Birch, uh, Fabian Eichner, uh, uh, whatever their name is, and Legato del Fantasma. Representatives from those four teams. And we didn't see anybody from the other teams. Okay. But again, I mean, that could have been by design because a couple were gone. It could be because they're all gone. Who knows? But anyway, Fandango announces that one representative from each team, they're going to team up together in a tag match, two against two. The winners will face each other, and that representative, his team, will get a title shot down the road. Okay, that was Sherlock Dango to you. Oh my God! They should have had Regal announce it, and then Sherlock Fandango try to figure out what it meant. But anyway, it came down to Birch pinning Mendoza, so it is undisputed versus Lorkin and Birch. Now here's the deal: Dave said this match could be a takeover. I would say that's impossible because clearly there were people that were not there. Okay. Actually, I shouldn't say it's impossible. They're taping next week's show, I believe, today. Okay. So I guess if both Lorkin and Birch and both of Undisputed are available, and they were, they did not appear to be available last night, but that could have been storyline to just have one of, from each team there. I mean, if they're not available, then this will be on the go-home show, and they won't be able to do the the match at TakeOver. If that makes any sense, I mean, I don't even know why I'm bothering. The whole thing's convoluted anyway. But I'll just say, I don't think the title match is happening at TakeOver. We had Damian Priest beating Austin Theory. Ridge Holland destroyed Antonio DeLuca. Am I the only guy that thinks that Ridge Holland is awesome? Because Dave wasn't that impressed awesome. last night. I think Here's the thing with Rich Holland is, I for, now I forget what his damn real name is, which is what they wanted me to do, but it's like, again, I don't know why they take guys, and it's not like rugby is a massive sport in the States or anything like that on a college level, club level it is. You know, it can be at least, but it's like, it's like renaming Pat McAfee because everywhere else in the world doesn't watch the NFL. It's like, whatever this dude's name is, like... Just make him that, because whatever his real name is, I'm cool with that. He played rugby. We know he's a badass in real life. I'm cool with that, because the character that he's portraying is fine. And I don't know how much experience he really has. I have not watched that much NXT UK. I know he's been a pro. I mean, he's got to be a pro for less than three years, I think, you know, since they signed him all in total and everything. But it's like, 
this guy's a badass, and they obviously see it because they pulled him off the of UK as fast as they could, and they have him over here. And good because they need some guys like this on the, especially on the heel side of the ledger. You can have all the monsters that you want, but just having a, you know, just a general badass is a good thing. And I can see, I could see Vince unfortunately getting view of this guy and looking at him like this is my new Seamus or something like that. And I could see him getting brought up to the main roster maybe quicker than he should because he's going to be attractive to Vince. I just, I have that feeling. And then the main event, we had the Eliminator, which actually was a very good main event. And I mean, my only complaint is my complaint every time these commercial breaks are just appalling. I mean, it's four-minute intervals between guys. And literally, they went to commercial as soon as Timothy Thatcher came out. And so when they came back from commercial, the next guy was already coming out. We missed the entire four-minute period. But anyway, ended with Kyle O'Reilly submitting Grimes. So it is Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly for the title at TakeOver. So there you go. Luke Menzies. It's a fine enough name. It's a tolerable enough name. But Dude, there's a lot of great names. Spin on it. That we have to have some goofy names. Rich Holland. Rich Holland, Rich Holland like is a, not a bad name. I guess it's not a bad name. It sounds like, you know. Of all of the goofy names that people have come up with, I mean, God bless the guy, but, you know, your real name is Miroslav Barnyshev, and he's just going with Miro. It's like, oh. bro. And Alexander Rusev, but then and Alex is like, it can't be a heel with a name like Alex. Then he's just was, Rusev. Come well, on. Cesaro. What was Cesaro's uh, first name? Antonio Cesaro. Antonio Cesaro. Can't it be That's... a babyface named Tony? Can't Tony. have people calling you Tony. Yeah, like Tony Soprano was uh, not an intimidating uh, heel, you know? This person here says, will Landstorm be involved with Jericho's 30th on AEW? I can ask him tomorrow, but I would say I'm almost positive no. <laughs> because I don't think he can get there from where he's at. Nor do I think he wants to to travel right now. Yeah, (laughs) I can't see him wanting to do this right now. You know what he could do, though, is have a nice nice backdrop. You never know where he could surprise you when he shows up for F4W videos on Fridays. Yeah, maybe he'll be from Daly's Places coming Friday. I hadn't thought of that. Maybe right inside the stadium. Maybe he could have his own football uh, gridiron greatness, whatever the hell the name of that uh, brawl was. So a lot of people are sending in messages about Late Night Dynamite. So the show aired on TNT, following not only the NBA Western Conference Finals, but also the wrap-up show. So it wasn't immediately after the game. If it were immediately after the game, I can't even predict what this number would be. Inside the NBA, you don't watch that? But at 12.38 a.m. on the East Coast, and it was funny because, I mean, this number tells you how loyal AEW fans were, Mm -hmm. but I was getting emails, like, in the middle of the game. AW fans furious. When is this game going to end? Oh, come on. And then, I swear to God. And then I got more when the game ended and they went to the post game show. They wanted to watch their dynamite. At least it was a game, you bastards. Imagine growing up at a time where a dog show moved the whole damn thing to a different day. Imagine growing up at a time where I beat Mike at fantasy football and I'm the linear champion. Just imagine that, everyone. But anyway, 585,000 viewers at 12.38 a.m. 0.26 in 1849, which matches what NXT did on September 1st when it was unopposed on Tuesday in primetime. Strongest demo was men 18 to 49, where they did a 0.35 in 
at 12.38 a.m. So there you go. Hey, man. When you reward your fans, your fans are loyal as it is, you know, right now, and you reward them time after time and give them enough of what they want, they will seek you out, and they are passionate right now, and that number speaks for itself. Now, I am curious as to how many people out there, this was a good reminder with your DVR settings. If you have your DVR set, make sure you set it, you know, for ahead time because, Mine started at 12.30, and if I didn't have that, it would have cut off, apparently for a lot of people, because it came on at 12.38. If it was set to 1.30, as it was in a lot of people's guides to do, you did end up losing the end of the show, which, you know, wasn't a ton. It, there was not a big, massive show-closing angle or anything like that, but it, it still cut off the end of it there. But it, it, that's a that's a great number. I don't care how you cut it. NBA game notwithstanding that's got a lot of young people anyway but there were a lot of wrestling fans that sought that out and good for them so this person here says was Miro actually injured or is he just a damn good seller when I watched it when I watched it it was really weird because like let's just put it this way about two minutes after he got hurt he was moving fine and so when I saw him moving fine I thought was he just selling? But when he got hurt, the match just totally fell apart. He's dropping people. He's trying to launch people, and they're barely getting over and falling on their heads. I mean, it was bad. That That's... <laughs> to, to risk your life for your art... I mean, we do see it a lot, but... What I was told was... He tweaked it, and then it felt better. So, it, it was... I don't know what he did... But allegedly it was legitimate, and then he felt better afterwards, and apparently he felt better in the back. So I guess he's fine. This person here says, Dave is saying it's likely WWE gets bigger TV deals the next time negotiations come up. Slapjack gets the dollars. Well, dude, we'll see. I mean, here's the thing. Here's what Dave has on his side, okay? Every time, every time their TV deals are coming due, the numbers have always fallen, and people say the exact same thing. They're not going to get what they got last time. And every single time they do. that's History is on Dave's side. Now, there is a difference here, and that is that in last time, last time, they had been falling, 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 falling. And as luck would have it, right when it was time to renegotiate, they were on a string of actually going up. And then as soon as they signed the deal, they went back down again. So we don't know what's going to happen. It's, 2022 is, is when they need to renegotiate again. That's two years from now. Do you know how much can happen in two years? I mean, the chances are they're going to be a lot lower. Dude, but the... if they're a lot lower, but they just happen to manage to creep up right during negotiation time, they could once again sign a huge deal. It's too far in advance to say anything, I think. You know what, Brian? I'm going to hold that thought as we go to break here, and then I will reveal it after we get back here on Wrestling Observer Live. That's what I'm going to do because I see we're, we're pushed up against the clock right now. So I'm going to hold that thought. Well, we are, Mike, but you know what? I don't hear the music. Oh, yeah? So, Dom, hit that music, baby. Hit that music. We're going to be I'm back holding, in a second. Holding something else right now. Jump on it. Just take us to break, Dom. Please. Observer Live. 
Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5560 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5560. Enjoy! Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Being in debt to the IRS is scary. The heart-stopping collection letters and living in fear that any day the IRS could garnish your paychecks, seize your bank accounts, or even threaten your home or business. If you owe the IRS, you need to call the team at Optima Tax Relief. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, a special IRS program that could save you thousands if you qualify. And nobody knows this program better than Optima, America's most trusted tax resolution firm. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible so you pay only the minimum to the IRS, not a penny more. Call now before the IRS comes after everything you've worked so hard for. Get protected. Call Optima. Get relief. Call 800-453-4977. 800 Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Look at all these Twitch jabronis trying to come up with solutions to why I am the F4W Fantasy Football Linear Champion. Beat you, beat Vinny, undefeated. We're throwing out all these... You could say that Brian's a pretty young thing. Oh, Brian promised that he did it. Ain't nobody calling you a pretty young on. thing. Come on. No, what they're thinking is that somehow, some ways, you manipulated things. And I manipulated shoot I football. Know that. 
I know that to be true. Not, I, not, I manipulated shoot football games, Not everybody. the game on the field. And let me tell Dude. you something. You will be feeling soon the same pain that a lot of people feel when guys like Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey and all these other guys who I know you know so well, that's how you're able to draft your team. Dude, the uh, reality you'll know is that pain very, very soon when these guys fall out and then you have to replace them. But you know what, Brian? I don't think you're going to be replacing them because you know what? You are a man. How should I say this? Without honor. You know what I mean? Get out of here. I am honor. an amazingly powerful man because no, as we all know, is, Mike, excuse me, to, you're so powerful. As you we all know, I'll mute you. As we all know, as we all know, with the belt comes the power. Okay, and I am the champion right now. But you know what? As powerful as I am, if I had the ability to manipulate shoot football games, I would be 50 times as powerful. So I'll take that. I'll take that I'm manipulating the games. Now he's trying to right, move back. the goalpost to to trying to move the goalpost. Goalpost. Yes. You are not manipulating shoot football. Nobody is saying that you are manipulating shoot football games. What they are well, saying you is you manipulated your fantasy football team, but that's okay. I heavy manipulated a fantasy football team. That's what fantasy football is. You manipulate a team. still pointing out. Heavy is the head that wears the crown, and your head is going gray right now, Brian Alvarez. Everybody is pointing that out. Your hair is now going gray, and it will continue to. The sins and the treachery that you have laid upon this league by getting others to do your work, you dishonorable man. You soon will be bounced, Brian Alvarez. I know your tricks. After these great late-night dynamite numbers, I was thinking that a 10 p.m. Friday or Saturday time slot for the upcoming second show would be feasible. A later time slot likely wouldn't be an issue for AW fans. Dude, if you can get prime time, you do prime time. Do not say, well, you know, this this show at, at twelve thirty eight or whatever did, you know, almost six hundred thousand. So this let, let's stay late swim, night. Kids. No. I mean, come on. <laughs> we we know that in prime time, unopposed, they can do a million. So that's what they should be doing. There was at one point I thought that they would be a fantastic addition to it if you wanted to Adult Swim because if you look at like Turner's products and this is very geeky but if you look at like TNT is a top rated network TBS top rated network Cartoon Network believe it or not because of what they do during the day and the value of Adult Swim really is a valuable advertising product and I thought you know if you wanted to put on a product from like nine to eleven or somehow incorporate it in like that wouldn't be I could see pissing off those people in the same way that, like, NXT pissed off people on sci-fi, but I figured there was a way you could justify it, tie it in. William Street is based out of Atlanta. There could be a lot of things you could do from a marketing point of view, but they are a standalone star product on TNT now. They are what, in a, a smaller way right now, what USA looks for out of Raw in that relationship. And at this point... No way. You you are a primetime major television product, and you should feel real good about yourself, and they need, they need to continue to do that. They can't be – there's going to be enough pressure on them from people that don't like wrestling to try to put a show anywhere else but in primetime. But if they're going to do a third hour for sure, it better be in primetime. This person here says, who do you think is the person teased for TakeOver, the former champion? Could it be someone who was a former tag champ, former women's champ? Well – I mean, last night on the show, Dave's, like, he just blurts out Bo Dallas. And I got nothing against Bo Dallas, but 
I think that when you tease a former NXT champion coming back, I think that if it's Bo Dallas, that will be a letdown to most fans. I mean, my initial thought was Asuka, except the person spoke perfect English. I thought that it would be somebody coming back to challenge for the title, but, I mean, all the titles, we know who's challenging everybody, so it's not going to be challenging for the title immediately. So I have no idea who's coming back down there. Could be anybody. I guess it couldn't be anybody. I thought they should actually bring back Bo Dallas for the ladder match. You know, the former NXT champion and have him do it that way, but uh, no. (laughs) But I have no idea. I wonder what the status is really with with Bo Dallas. And this is going to sound kind of silly, but is uh, what was uh, Bray Wyatt's wife's name? Why am I Bray? JoJo. Uh, Is she actually still employed by WWE as a ring announcer, or has she quietly exited the company? I have no idea. I presume she's still in her contract. Hmm. This person here says, Kyle O'Reilly may not necessarily deserve to be in the match, but him versus Balor should be phenomenal. Dude, this takeover show, the build to this takeover show is not very good. No. Like, it came out of nowhere. It's like they had no plans for it, which is funny because, I mean, people knew about this takeover months ago. Like, the, the date was on the calendar. But all of a sudden, out of nowhere... They announced it on TV with three weeks left. They scrambled to put matches together for it. I don't know how anybody was caught off guard. But if you look at the matches on paper, I mean, this should be a really good takeover. So we'll see. Wish they'd put it in the Thunderdome. Looks like, uh, we have Twitch. Bobby Roode. I've seen Bobby Roode's name thrown out there. I like that. Now, I like that. Nakamura's not coming back down. You know, Balor's already there. Won't be Bo Dallas when thing Bobby Roode actually makes a lot of sense, and that would actually be very, very welcome. Again, a very welcome guy working with some people like a Rich Holland. Look, if Bobby Roode comes back down there as a good guy, and when he started on SmackDown, you know, he cut a good, good guy promo with uh, I forget who he faced, but uh, with Renee afterwards, and they had something there for a while, but like everything else, they kind of fumbled it with him. You know, back down there feuding with Gargano again, or, or possibly, you know. Uh, facing back up against his former, you know, Ciampa, the guys like that that he's actually dealt with in the past, that would be good. Plus, for guys like Rich Holland, a guy like Bobby Roode would be perfect to work with to kind of help him along. All right, so this person here says, what are the chances WWE can salvage retribution the way that AEW has salvaged the Dark Order? Okay. I'll just ask you... My loyal listeners, I'm going to give you a number here. It's the text message number, okay? It is 425-780-7566. I don't want people to think that I am a jerk. So I will give you all the opportunity here to help me out, all right? My question to you that I would like you to text me the answer to if you think you have an answer is what is the last storyline that WWE has salvaged? I'm not talking a storyline that they did and it was, like, good. I'm talking the last time they screwed something up and they were able to salvage it, okay? That's my question to you. Send me your responses. If we have a lot of... If we have... If we're flooded with examples then maybe we could talk about how they can salvage retribution. But my guess is we will not be flooded. I could be wrong. That's why instead of just sitting here and being a jerk and saying they will not salvage retribution, it's impossible. I will allow you, the listeners, to 
smarten me up, as they say. Person says, isn't it likely a lot of that number is the NBA lead-in and people deciding not to change the channel when they saw wrestling, not people who searched it out? Well, obviously, the lead-in, the lead-in affects every show. I mean, the the NXT lead-in, when, when NXT has a good number, their number is better for the lead-in. Same with AEW. Obviously, the lead-in helps, but... If the lead-in, let's say that the the post-game show did uh, 2.2 million viewers and AEW did 585. Okay, that's not just because of the lead-in. That means a lot of, a ton of people did turn off the TV or switch the channel. Okay, so I think the lead-in helped a little bit, but it was not all the lead-in. This is a very loyal group of fans that want to watch this show. I think that's undeniable. Absolutely. I mean, but, uh, I said at the beginning of the show, if they would have been right after the game, as opposed to the post-game show, the number would have been even higher. That was the whole point of doing this. They wanted fans who watched the NBA game to see wrestling and maybe stick around and watch it. That was the point. Well, and the post-game show is awesome. The post-game show is an institution. You, I mean, if you if you were a basketball fan, you'd know... Inside the NBA with Ernie and with Charles Barkley and Shaq and Kenny Smith, it is a iconic television show, you know, and it helps that you have the same demographic, the same young type of demographic that watches the NBA. It helps, you know, it helped the UFC with WWE being their lead into the ultimate fighter. It helped. And it's not the end-all be-all, though, because you have fans that were there that were energized and excited for the Ultimate Fighter. Same way AEW fans right now are energized and excited for anything that AEW produces. So, you know, they're just it checked off a lot of boxes, and it worked. I mean, that's the bottom line is anybody can spin it around, and I'm sure up in Connecticut right now they're, they're smacking at it, and you know, like it's a – you know, a cat with a ball on a string, but the reality of it is it worked, and they got that number, and we'll see what it is today. You know, that's the one thing up in Connecticut for they won't be at it long because if this NXT number is bad and AEW's way up again, then they're going to be insane about that. This person wants to know if it's too soon for Cross to return. Yes. he Dude, he won the title at the end of August, and it's the end of September. So if he was only going to be out four weeks, there's no way they would have stripped him of the title. So he's not back soon. All right, let's go through these emails, or these texts. The last thing I can think of was The New Day, but that is more because they let them do whatever they wanted instead of the lame gimmick they were originally saddled with. Since then, nothing. New Day is like eight years ago, seven years ago or something. It was a while ago. This person here says they salvaged the Bailey character, and they teamed her up with Sasha Banks, and they were the best thing happening in WWE. Winning by I'd attrition have to think is about a tough that one. one. That's like Becky. It's like when you screw up something so bad and you go against the fans so bad and they revolt and throw up on you and then you continue to still fight them but then slip around in your own vomit and fall over and then finally just acquiesce and give it to them. I'm not sure if that's what turned around their storyline. You know what I mean? Especially because like, cause somebody's going to bring up Becky and that's the thing. And there's always an exclamation point on, on this Becky thing, which is they added Charlotte to a match which – I understand why they did it, but for a lot of fans, you know, that was the the icing on the cake was you added Charlotte to a match that didn't need her with Ronda Rousey. All right, I want to go through more of these. This person says, and 
It took 15 years, but they salvaged Mark Henry with the Hall of Pain world title run. That was actually good, but that was like 2010. New Day, this person said, was salvaged in 2015. That was six years ago. Roman Reigns, this person said, was salvaged. I don't know about that one. I don't know if you could consider that salvaged. Who? Roman Reigns? Yeah. Oh, it's the same same situation because it took so long and you made so many slip ups and then he ended up with Paul Heyman. Like, and, and we don't even know where that's at right now because of Bray and Braun and everything else. So that's still to be determined. I think. They kind of salvaged Roman a bit because he was hated forever. So they turned him heel. I mean, listen, I None like of which was anything that has to do with the ring because his in-ring stuff was good. And that's the biggest sin to that. I like this Roman Reigns character a lot. This new Roman Reigns. But I also liked the old Roman Reigns when everybody else hated him. Yeah. So I'm not sure that you can count this as Hogan versus Slaughter at WrestleMania <laughs> 7. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. 
Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, I got two more I got to talk about very quickly before we run out of time. This person says, Daniel Bryan and the Wyatt Clan and the botched Becky Lynch heel turn. If you want to say that those were salvaged, you're welcome to. But what happened in both situations was they had a very, very popular performer. They did something really dumb. The fans rejected it. And so they undid it, and we were back where we started. This Becky Lynch thing, like, read 100 things WWE fans should know and do before they die. I'm, I'm begging you to read the chapter on this. Becky was the most over woman on the roster before that SummerSlam match. They built that SummerSlam match up in such a way that when Becky attacked Charlotte, like, that was Becky as a babyface. They saw it as Becky as a heel. They tried to push her as a heel. She was still the most over babyface. And finally they gave up, and she was still the most over babyface. So from beginning to end, she was the most over babyface woman on the roster. They just did a bunch of stupid stuff in the middle. I'm not sure I can count that as salvaged. That was more they had something. They virtually screwed it up, and then they just stopped trying, and then it was over again. Same thing that, that angle, happened with Daniel Bryan. Well, that angle is the Irish car bomb because it is Becky Lynch basically taking the place of CM Punk's car bomb promo where Vince and they really thought she'd be a heel because she's attacking Charlotte. No, dummy. That's not how it works. That's why people won't follow you till one in the morning and give you 585 or whatever it was, 1,000 viewers. Oh, my God. This person wants to know if Kristen, uh, Christopher Nolan is directing or booking Raw. Listen, whatever you think about Christopher Nolan, if you were in charge of Raw, it'd be significantly better than it is right now. I, I can virtually promise you that. We are out of time. I want to thank you all for listening here today. The Mightier 1090 AM, Sports Byline Broadcasting, twitch.tv slash F4W Video, all of our Twitch homies, and a few of you Twitch jabronis who I banned today. Such is life. We'll talk to you next time, everybody. Wrestling Observer Live.